What's, What's up, twenties? It's me, Alfonso, and Yanka, and yeah. we're back for the second episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Today's topic is life after college, and yes, it's a huge topic to explore. But we're gonna it start is. slowly, and maybe in other episodes we can dig deep into like certain yeah um, categories but we're, we're gonna share a little bit of our stories and things yeah. that we did right after school and hopefully um you know other people are listening and are learning from yeah. us and like you said it's a really broad topic and there's a lot to say about it and since our episode today is life after college i think for listeners out there and for whoever's watching on the channels, it's going to be literal. Like, what was our life like mm -hmm. after college? Yeah. You know? And I guess we can jump jump into the basics. Yes. Which and is where we went to college, blah, blah, blah. Great. Yeah. Alfonso will <laughs> lead a little bit of the conversation only because, and you guys will learn this about myself, I tend to overthink and I make lists and I like... Uh, bullet points and I like checking things off and so that's exactly what I have in front of me but I'm trying not to look down and um, just have a conversation because yeah. I I have so much to say about this topic right. that I don't want to get carried away so yeah. anyway Alfonso it's all good it's chill it's chill yeah it's a conversation yeah it's so one of those days life after college yes I graduated in May 2019 from Emerson College, BFA in Visual and Media Arts Production, um, concentration in screenwriting. I'm a writer. Yeah, that's my college background. Cool. And I went to Massachusetts College of Art and Design, aka Mass Art, in, uh, over in Huntington Ave in Boston. And I graduated in the <laughs> middle of the pandemic. So I was one of those Zoom University graduates in 2020. And um, major, my yes. I also graduated with a BFA with a concentration in photography. Uh, but I was also doing a lot of filmmaking. Um, I just didn't have the nice. option to double major, unfortunately. But I wish that was an option when I was in school. I never realized we were both BFA hosts. We are. Yeah. Yeah, that's how. We're really out here. We are. It's honestly such a great major too. Yeah. In degree because you can do so much with a degree in fine arts. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much you can tackle on. Yeah. Um, professionally anyway. So yeah. Right. That's a little bit about me. So that's our college background, and now we're gonna get into literally what our lives were like that summer. Mm -hmm. You know, right after college. Yes. Well, we're both. We both graduated in different years. So for me, the summer of 2019, I had to make sure that I at least traveled, you know, like those post-grad trips, <laughs> yeah. whatever, soul-searching, mm -hmm. looking for your purpose. <laughs> so I went to Thailand with my best friend. Oh, I never and knew we, that. Yeah, we soul-searched awesome. together. And I actually applied for CCTV for this job. In Thailand? Well, I was in the swimming pool. No <laughs> Applying way. on my laptop. And I was like, oh, this sounds like a great job. And it was a decent offer for a post-grad career. So I was like, right. let me apply to this. I never knew that. Yeah. Awesome. How, how did you find the job? It was on Handshake. Oh, Those, okay. like, college, cool, like, third-party cool. services. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. What about you? 
Uh, my summer was a little different because, I guess, for one, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, it was like true. very much the beginning of what it is now, yeah. and um, that was the time where everybody was like freaking out over COVID. Yeah, people should yeah, still yeah. be freaking out over COVID, but. At the time, there was no vaccines and, you know, the, the mask mandates. And we had mm -hmm. just gotten out of quarantine, I think. Yeah. Um, I think they, like, started opening things back up in the beginning of May of 2020. Mm -hmm. And I graduated at the end of May. So it was a weird summer. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life because <laughs> it's a pandemic. and Right. That's, I, that was a really tough. Yeah. yeah, it was, like, a lot of questions that yeah. were left unanswered, honestly. And I still, you know come back to these questions and ask mm -hmm. myself again and again I feel that. like what would i have done differently and why not mm -hmm. but anyway that summer i um i can talk a little bit about my background as cctv at some point but yeah. i've been involved at cctv which is where we work since i was 14 years old and i was doing little jobs like front desk receptionist i was part of the youth media mm -hmm. program i was doing like volunteer work um, and so every summer I had a job lined up at CCTV as yeah. a teaching artist for the Summer Media Institute program that we have, like right. an eight-week-long intensive filmmaking program for high school students. Mm -hmm. So that was like, I guess, the only <laughs> good thing about that summer for me is right. that I, I had this lined up. Yeah. So I wasn't like completely unemployed. Anyway, come um, July and I came to CCTV did the work and after july i you know i didn't know what i wanted to do in my life mm -hmm. it was still the pandemic very much so and so i got a position or i got offered a position at another, like a full-time it was a part-time position oh, part oh to the other place to another yeah, place yeah. um i got offered this position through networking uh -huh. um we can touch upon networking because yeah. it's like i guess the only thing that i really got to you know took away from college was mm -hmm. how important networking have opinions is. about networking you do yeah i have good opinions i would say um yeah but it'll be interesting because i'm like more of an extrovert and uh -huh. you're more introverted so like our oh, yeah. opinions so you probably know what my opinion <laughs> yeah. is about networking yeah um but. anyway i'm going down the rabbit hole but i got a part-time job and that summer i was like just hustling and like making eat uh ends meet as they say mm -hmm. um just figuring myself out a little not in thailand that's for sure i was very much <laughs> at home in somerville so searching in my bedroom <laughs> but uh, <laughs> bedroom. yeah i definitely <laughs> broke my wallet for that trip and it helped i mean that's how you got this job it you know did. and so. you know like you i was in college for four years and like it was just a lot so mm -hmm. I just wanted to treat myself. Good. And just and I just like traveling in general. So it was like a nice post-grad like relax while applying to so many jobs. Honestly, I might want to get into that. Like next time I apply for a job, just go on a trip and apply. Yeah, I was thinking that from too. From the like, swimming pool or <laughs> from the beach. Like. From a resort. But that makes sense. Like not to get too deep into that. But yeah. You're, in a, you're like in a relaxed environment mm -hmm. and you're not thinking about home and all the responsibilities because right. you're not surrounded by that environment. So yeah. it's actually a really, really good thing to do, in my opinion, like to, to apply to places outside of your comfort now zone. Now that you pointed that out, I think that was definitely helpful. Yeah. Even in like making the decision to like, That's true. you know, go to the interviews mm -hmm. for especially for this job. And I think it's the environment, like, you just, 
you've been vacationing for so long you just you're rejuvenated yeah and now you're ready to go back like yeah, okay yeah. let's let's do this i love that yeah. you might have just started something just now yeah you know, so if you ever <laughs> decide to move on um uh, go to thailand and you know go on a trip like you know like <laughs> go to joking. if you don't want to go outside the country like go to vermont or something yeah like, honestly change of environment makes the most like difference yeah um, i think it clears your mind mm -hmm. and helps you to like make the right decision for sure yeah yeah anyway <laughs> enough about traveling yeah. um but yeah we we definitely had different summers but mm -hmm. but now we can i guess we can talk about our jobs sure. like our first ever job post-grad i think this is our first full-time job yeah off college right yeah yeah i yeah yeah yeah. like i said I, I had lots of at some point in 2020 i had five jobs mm -hmm. i was working five jobs every week i don't know how i did that like You're you hustler. know looking back i'm like jesus uh, but it actually, it was kind of fun because you're not like stuck in one environment right, right, right. for 40 hours a week. Um, and that's how, very much how I saw like the world after school was like mm -hmm. nine to five and being in this, you know, like yeah. um, capitalist society. <laughs> um, but CCTV definitely changed that for me. Mm -hmm. Like the way that I view this nine to five. Yeah. Um, what's the word? Format. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. I, I had five part-time jobs and then I got offered. I mm -hmm. was lucky enough to, to get offered this position at CCTV. And you were an amazing addition to the staff, <laughs> Thank you. Um, solely because, again, this could be a topic for another episode, but networking and staying places that you truly care about. Like mm -hmm. as a, a, a teenager, when I was 14, when I started at CCTV, I really fell in love with the space and fell in love with the people that worked here. And so I stuck around for many years mm -hmm. and um, I was lucky enough to to be trusted. And so uh, I was offered the position. I didn't even have to like, yeah. quote unquote, work for it. Obviously, I have to work on, you know, mm -hmm. for it. And I'm still working yeah. um, for this. But I was offered the position in February of last year. So my mm. one year anniversary is coming up. Ooh. Um, yeah. We should so get that lemon meringue pie from Farbig. <laughs> <laughs> we should. For that. And FYI, guys, if you're in the Cambridge area or do they have a, is there a flower bakery in mm. other places? There are other flower bakeries, I think. Anyways, lemon meringue pie, just get hip because it's so literally so good. i might get it after this yeah that's our yeah. treat to ourselves all the time yeah but anyway <laughs> to my job yes this was this this is my first full-time job mm -hmm. um i applied mm -hmm. for the programming coordinator position here mm -hmm. at cctv and i was fortunate enough to get it and get the offer right after graduating college mm -hmm. so I, I i'm really grateful for that smooth transition yeah. um but after getting that job, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I moved back home mm -hmm. with my parents in the suburbs. Yeah. So I would commute into the city to get to our workplace. Yeah. And that was a decision that I consciously made. You know, I weighed, I weighed the pros and cons of s staying at home and not paying rent. Mm -hmm. And so I was willing to sacrifice my freedom and privacy 
living at home just so I can save a lot of money. Yeah. And by doing that, I was able to do whatever I want. I was able to travel. I'm able to travel wherever I want and visit friends and also be a little reckless <laughs> with like shallow things like sneakers. Like, yeah, I think the first six months that I worked here at CCTV, I was not saving actually. Mm. I was just so excited with the paychecks because it was my first time like oh, yeah. having r real paychecks from like, you know, a salary. And I was just, oh my God, I was going off on like <laughs> shoes and clothes and like. But that's n normal, you know, yeah. like I don't, I don't like the idea that people, and this is the way we were raised and mm -hmm. living in America. This is what they tell you is that you work a nine to five and yeah. you, you pay rent and you're paying way more than you can afford most times for rent. And right. um, you just make ends meet and you can't enjoy your life. Like you have to save, 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 investment, investment. Mm -hmm. But it's like in reality, it's okay to spend Splurge. money on yourself obviously yeah. not recklessly yeah, yeah, yeah i i was very much that person too until recently mm -hmm. and i can't anymore because of the circumstances in my life yeah um but it's okay like if anyone's listening and is in that stage yeah. where you're spending money and not saving and you're constantly comparing yourself mm -hmm. to people who are saving and like having a successful career or whatever it mm -hmm. may be it's okay like everybody has their own journey and like you learn you know right. you you learn you live and you learn literally yeah as corny as that sounds but um, no it's true yeah and also like i just want to mention like the stigma that people mm -hmm. look down upon people in their 20s who move back home yeah and live in their like mention. parents basement or they just live mm -hmm. back with their family and i think there's absolutely nothing wrong with it i think you just one, you need to be able, you need to be comfortable before you move out yes. on your own because that's a huge thing, you yeah. know. And if you're not ready, you're not ready. Like you can't, I I didn't want to force it because mm -hmm. I didn't have savings right after graduating, mm -hmm. literally none. So I was like, okay, my best option is to move back home Yeah. while having this job. And it was, you know, I, 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 and it, it works. was a smart I mean, decision, I yeah. think. Um, but it definitely gets exhausting. Yeah. You know, like my mental health definitely deteriorated mainly because of the lack of freedom and privacy and just being mm -hmm. near like things like, you know, like bars and like. Yeah, because you, you have a unique yeah. situation where yeah. you live I, in, like the suburbs. in the suburbs. Yeah. So I have to commute into the city if I want to do things. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Um, but you've had your own apartment. Yeah, so yeah. I have a much different um, upbringing in that sense uh -huh. than Alfonso because I, um, I tend to <laughs> just talk too much about one thing, so I'll make this mm -hmm. brief. But I um, have been living like on my own, yeah, w without my parents. That is, um, with roommates or my brother for a long time, right? Since I was had just turned eighteen, like at the end of high school, so I'm I was used to that like lifestyle of being independent and yeah. like you know being cautious with bill payments and yep. things like that um so during college i was also doing that i dormed for a year and it wasn't great didn't love it uh, but i guess you know i did it so it was more for the experience right still paying the price literally because student loans oh, yeah, <laughs> because <me too>. of <laughs> the dorms mostly 
Um, but anyway, I I've, I was living in this apartment, mm-hmm. this apartment that was my childhood home with sometimes strangers. Like I was finding people on Facebook. Uh, for a long time, I did Airbnb to to just make rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my brother moved out, I was like really struggling financially. Mm-hmm. Found different people. Then uh, eventually, my one of my best friends moved in with me. Yeah, and we were roommates and up until recently, and I moved out on my own uh, two months ago just a little over two months ago um so yeah it took me a while to to get to where i am but to go back on the stigma of Mm -hmm. moving back with your parents there's nothing wrong with that yeah i have so many friends that they're doing the exact same thing Mm -hmm. and who you know like you said mental health is being affected but pros and cons you know like my mental health isn't great living alone either so like obviously that's person you know yeah. different person they're different really stories. pros and cons yeah yeah, yeah. um anyways i i am totally for that and if i mm-hmm. had that support like mm-hmm. that's one thing that when you were saying that i was thinking like if you have the support at your household like if you have a family that mm-hmm. can provide that for you want please take advantage of that like right uh, i didn't have that privilege i my mom had to move out a lot of my family members are in brazil so I had to hustle and like I see. To, to get to where I am. And like, I have no choice but yeah, to live on my yeah, own yeah. for the rest of my life. Like yeah. it was just the way that I was brought into this world, I guess, mm-hmm. um, of like independency. But yeah, if people have the opportunity to move back with their parents, their grandmas, their uncles or whatever, do that, save money. Until you're ready. Until you're yeah. ready, yeah. Like obviously finance is a huge um it's a huge thing and yeah. people should take that in consideration like you did like you've right. been able to save but also like just not you know taking it slow not not rushing into things because it, it can get overwhelming like take it from me it can get really overwhelming mm-hmm. and then in the long run it will affect your mental health so it's like all this to say that <laughs> if you if you have the opportunity to do it to live alone right be independent right? no to live with your family oh to live with your family yeah but uh, yeah, but then there's like s- so many great things that come with living alone. Yes, I, it's yeah. Just, it's Talk about sh- that because I know like I would love to have your apartment. Like, guys, it looks so nice. <laughs> if only you can see. But Oh, thank you. How nice. Yeah, um, I guess the biggest pro in living alone, in my humble mm-hmm. opinion, is the sense of freedom. Yeah. Um, I've considered myself to always like have freedom even mm-hmm. when i was a teenager i had parents who were pretty laid back and um i w- did a lot of illegal things and yeah. definitely snuck out the house many times but oh my god me um, too. yeah it's like part of being a teenager i guess right. um but i i was lucky to have a mom who who trusted me and despite many things that i did that were illegal she still like trusted me mm-hmm. um i don't know why i'm talking about high school but i freedom and like just feeling accomplished yeah. like as an adult and that's like the the best feeling and right. um like buying your own things you don't have to like let anybody know where you're doing or why you're doing it right it's my money and being near near things you're literally yeah. in a great part yeah yeah i was city. lucky because i grew up in cambridge uh massachusetts so i i was already like near boston and mm-hmm. cambridge itself is like a huge city with lots of opportunities yeah um so i was sort of like near all the time but living alone like you can leave your house at two in the morning and not have right. to let anybody know you yeah, know yeah. like but yourself obviously um 
So there's so, yeah. a lot of perks for. Yeah, but here are the cons. Yeah. Oh, let, let me spill the cons. <laughs> Biggest thing is finances. Like you're, you're giving up saving money pretty much. Like if That's you're true. smart enough and if you make enough, you'll be able to save money, obviously. And if, mm-hmm. and when I say smart enough, is like with your decision decisions, like your personal decisions. Right. If you don't want to have a really expensive sneaker collection, like myself. Um, you know, that's a lot of money that you're saving. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that much. Um, but yeah, finances, paying rent, and then have that sense of responsibility, like bills, everything's under your yeah. name. And if something breaks that's on you, you mm-hmm. have to figure that out, you know? Yeah. You can't call your dad or your mom and be like, right. what do I, I mean, you could, I guess, but they're not there in the present moment yeah. with you. So you have so to handle it on your own first. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's something beautiful about that too because you feel so accomplished you learn, yeah, yeah. You learn. you're like an actual adult yeah living on your own if i had to say like there's more pros than cons honestly if it wasn't oh, for absolutely yeah finances like uh, the idea of money to me and like this capitalist society really irks me like it gets me really yeah. upset um but there's nothing we can do about it right but yeah um, well, maybe there's something, but we just a revolution. <laughs> Alfonso and but I, right here, we're, we're manifesting gonna, a revolution. We're manifesting. <laughs> um, but no, like going back to the perks of living on your own and living at home, like it's definitely like whatever you're willing to sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know. And Every I think, th- yeah. yeah, and I think I'm at the end of willing to sacrifice <laughs> you're like, my I've freedom and privacy. So now I'm literally living my best life this year because I know next year when I move out, I'm going to have a shit ton of bills too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wouldn't it. be able to like recklessly like just book a flight and like go to whatever place because yeah. I'm definitely going to be, I'm going to have to be more cautious, cautious yeah. with budgeting and stuff like that. But you you get the hang of it. I'm yeah. still learning and I've been doing this for six years mm-hmm. now. Um, and yeah, you live and you learn, honestly. Um, you too. But good for you. I can't wait to see when that happens. Like I'll be there every step of the way to guide you if you need any guidance. I would definitely ask you where you got your very aesthetically pleasing furniture. <laughs> Oof. And decks. Expensive, but uh, well worth I it, bet. honestly. Um, you mentioned networking. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, there's so much I could talk about with networking. And mm-hmm. Feel free to jump in and tell yeah. me your um, like side of things yeah. and how you feel that. <clears throat> but I consider myself, and if you know me, you know that I, I'm like an ambivert is what yeah, what yeah, we yeah. called it last episode. Yep. I'm very much like somebody who can certainly be mm-hmm. an introvert, an introverted person if I wanted to. But I would say that I'm like on a scale of one to ten. I'm on a seven of being extroverted and that has given me a lot of great opportunities, I would say, in my life. Not that being introverted won't give you opportunities, but Mm -hmm. um, networking was one of the biggest ones. Like I said, being a CCTV, obviously showing interest and I stress this to my students all the time, like if you're interested in something, show interest. People will remember you. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, you may not think that you're that important in the moment, people will remember you and they will vouch for you. And if you're just like being unapologetically you, mm-hmm. people see that, you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah. take it from me. I Last week I gave two, uh, I was the reference for two former students that I had 
um for one they never told me that they put me down as a reference it was a little bit of a shock when i got the calls but uh you know it was people who i mm-hmm. had worked with many years ago yeah but i remembered them instantly because they had an impact in my life right you know yep um so yeah that's pretty much like networking 101 is it's important making an impact showing interest and just being yourself right and, and i think the key is genuine genu- networking yes. and like genuinely wanting to mm-hmm. build those relationships yeah and yeah. if it don't feel right it don't feel right don't do it you know yeah. like don't force networking um because i mean i don't think i've ever done it fully or intentionally but i know people who have and definitely people can tell you know yeah Um, and that's the thing like i'm the opposite i'm introverted and i can be shy most of the times but i think if i need to like put mm -hmm. myself out there i would like i will but in general the idea of networking especially in the entertainment industry in the film industry it's like you have to do it yeah you have to build these connections you have to know unfortunately you have to know people in order to kind of like get your way get your way get get, like enter the industry basically and i've had a hard time with that like i've had a hard time putting myself out there because it's like again like you said like you can't fake it you have to be genuine Mm -hmm. and if it feels forced it's like right like i feel like whenever i try i feel like i'm forcing it you know Mm -hmm. i feel like i always have a a motive behind wanting to connect yeah but you just i just you just really need to like build a genuine relationship Mm -hmm. before you even try and you know connect and like try and get something out of it for sure Yeah. yeah and just to go back into like the industry that we're in like um well, I guess different industries, mm-hmm. but the artistic umbrella right. of industries, I guess right. is what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, this idea that you, you need to know somebody in order to, to guess somewhere. I really mm-hmm. hate that. But yeah. unfortunately, I, yeah, I, yeah. It, it's a lot of times it is that way, uh-huh. you know, especially when we're talking about L.A. and New York mm-hmm. and um, those big cities that yeah. are known for this. Like you, you but, can't. You know, Yeah, I also believe that it's not definitely not a hundred percent of the time yeah sure people still definitely make it on their own and you know their own with their circle of Of people yeah yeah their own like network without having to use other networks yeah um but it's tricky networking is tricky yeah Um, i will say one quick thing um i had a dream job (laughs) right after college well actually let me go back Mm -hmm. rewind I didn't know what I wanted to do after college. Like I had this mm-hmm. degree in photography now, which sounded great at the time that I was like doing it. Right. Um, but when you tell, you know, the world, oh, I have a degree in photography. Uh-huh. They, a lot of times, like, and this has happened to me, they will either laugh or, you know, or not understand <sighs> like, so what, what is, what about photography? That's a hobby. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so I, I was in very much in that situation where I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, I had this dear um, professor. Her name is Kathia Landeros, and I'm sharing her name because you guys should definitely check out her work. Um, she's an amazing photographer, amazing educator, amazing person in general. Um, she was very much like a mentor to me. Mm-hmm. I was her TA for a while um, and took a few of her classes. Yeah. And um, she would always have this conversation with me, like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Like, I really want to help right. you. And so that relates back to networking. 
because um, I had told her like I guess I'm interested in working at a magazine and like maybe doing like photo editing yeah um, oh, I can totally see you at a magazine yeah like, like I, I, I paper still, magazine I still want to do that yeah and definitely do it yeah um, and what was I saying about Katya oh yeah so she she this was a conversation that we had like months before uh-huh. I graduated and she definitely did not forget that because mm-hmm. um i think it was june of 2020 she called me one day randomly and i was like why are mm-hmm. you calling me katya like i graduated this is weird um <laughs> sorry katya it's not weird we're still <laughs> we're still friends <laughs> um but i remember she called me and she was like oh my gosh i have the perfect job for you like you have to apply please like i'll write a recommendation mm-hmm. for you it was at the National Geographic. Oh, I remember this. Yes. It was literally my dream job, you guys. Um, dream job in the sense of, like, working in the magazine and, like, in the area that I wanted mm-hmm. to be in. Um, they weren't necessarily, like, doing the things that I was interested in, like, mm. fashion and, uh, like, more like, commercial animals. work. Yeah. It's more <laughs> like animal vibes. <laughs> it's given very much, um, you know, environment. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. <laughs> like... <laughs> She said, "Hey, National <laughs> Geographic, if you're listening, I still take oh that job. <laughs> I would definitely take the job." No, Yanka is great. You do, yeah. do not know what you're missing out. Whoever on. said that, it wasn't me. It was somebody took over. You know. Anyways, <laughs> she said, "Animal vibe." It's <laughs> <laughs> oh giving very much humanitarian comment um, <laughs> your favorite animal at the end of this app if Please. we got this far <laughs> yes any in any platform that we we stream this at uh let me rewind National okay geographic yes and um they reached out to her personally mm-hmm. and said if you have anybody in mind who will be good for this job oh. send them to me and they will already be at the top of my list it was wow. literally like and she thought of me out of yeah. all hundreds of students yeah, yeah. that she had so i was very honored um and i i went into a couple of interviews or one interview sorry mm-hmm. um and they decided to go with someone else but solely because of because i didn't have enough experience oh and that's another thing that we can talk about oh my like God. Th- this concept like three to five years of experience straight out of school like literally i can't even it blows my mind that yeah. companies are still stuck in this mindset and i read something on linkedin last week that very much like described mm-hmm. this anger that i have towards companies i still mm-hmm. do that um anyway i didn't get the job but all of this to say that now not only did i make a good impression on national geographic because the hiring manager i think really liked me yeah. and we like bonded a genuine con- connect um connection yeah is that what i'm trying yeah, to say yeah. <laughs> we bonded a genuine connection um but now, you know, other people at National Geographic know my name. And, mm-hmm. like, I happen to have a pretty unique name. So maybe they'll remember me in right. years from now if I decide to reapply. No, yeah. Uh, like, if you reapply and they remember you, they'll see that you exactly. really want to be there. After all these years, you're still That's thinking about That's another thing. Them. Like, people think that if you don't land a job and you get, I guess, rejected mm-hmm. um, from a job. It's not your time, you know. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. And if you keep trying, that shows that you're really serious about this mm-hmm. and that you're yeah you you know you want to be in the company yeah uh, but yeah and then that also made a great impression on my professor who now is still looking out for things for me to do that's because um, she knows that i was serious about that yeah. and i put all of my effort into this so yeah that's my networking 101 lesson is that um uh, just do it you know if people yeah. are 
telling you to do things obviously if it feels right but if they're thinking of you and they're willing to write that recommendation just take yeah. it and just yeah, do yeah. it there's nothing you, you you're gonna lose from just yeah. trying your best yeah um and actually funny enough i had my interview right here in this room oh wow yeah for national geographic i need a quiet space and mm -hmm. it was over zoom um so yeah yeah just brought me back i think my last statement about networking is build that genuine relationship first mm -hmm. you know don't ask for a favor straight away no nope, unless never. you already have a relationship with them but yeah that's just my two cents yeah every networking opportunity that i had was never asked it was mm -hmm. just like what i mentioned like somebody thought of me yeah um, and that's that's the way to do it like i i have students now and i do the same thing it's yeah. like a paying it forward type of situation but, but yeah. going back to you mentioned something about not knowing what to do after college for me i also sort of didn't know what to do after college well mm -hmm. i know what i wanted to do and you know this like i just want to tell stories mm -hmm. like i just i'm a writer i you know i've been writing screenplays and like novels but the big question for me is like how like because there's no clear path for like writers like myself yeah I can you know imagine. what i mean you just gotta keep writing and writing and writing until one of them like sticks to the wall or whatever that phrase is <laughs> yeah. like you just gotta keep writing until one of them gets picked up that's right and i had a hard time grasping that right after graduating because i i was like so pressured into moving immediately to like la or new york mm -hmm. because th that's where you know the industry is right but somehow i convinced myself to like you know what you're in your early 20s just lay low keep writing because that's what i want to do yeah be a writer so i i'm still working on that mm -hmm. i'm still writing even though i'm in boston you know so it's basically what i'm saying is don't rush never you know you don't rush it i mean you know people do rush it sometimes and it works for them mm -hmm. but for those doubting and questioning the process no need to rush like do what you think is best for you at the, In moment. the moment yeah 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 and i you know the pandemic definitely taught us mm -hmm. that i think or at least myself like that the rushing doesn't take you anywhere like we're stuck at home right you know trying to to figure life out i guess and picking up new hobbies and mm -hmm. you know i know a handful of people who now i'm getting into pandemic <laughs> but who, who you know found their passion in the pandemic and because they didn't rush That's i mean they, they didn't yeah. even have the opportunity to rush because we're stuck inside yeah um but to dial back you were saying not rushing yeah things. not rushing things just take your time yeah you know um i could say something about that too because mm -hmm. when i when i graduated college i <laughs> this is gonna sound bad and if my boss is listening you didn't <laughs> you did not listen um i didn't want to come back to cctv that was like one of my goals was to not come back to well, cctv cause you've been here for exactly years yeah not because i don't love the place yeah, yeah. trust me this is like a second home to me mm -hmm. sometimes my it's home honestly an amazing place um but i didn't want that was like a goal that i had within myself like don't come back to cctv you're gonna get comfortable yeah. you're gonna get stuck and i had a great boss at the time who, who told me that she was willing to make a position just for me mm -hmm. um if it meant that i would stay yeah. which is like 
again another thing about networking and like really being authentic and being you uh-huh. like people will like that um but anyway I, I got another job i guess my goal was accomplished in the sense that i didn't come back to cctv mm-hmm. i did that summer program that i was talking about yeah um but after that i got a job at artist for humanity um through connections again networking i knew the person who offered the job yeah um and he talked to another boss and another boss liked me so so that's how how it started mm-hmm. uh, and i was there for seven months and um I, you know, I, with still with that mentality that I didn't want to come back to CCTV full time. I was doing some front desk work um, that was part of my five jobs mm-hmm. at the time. Um, but it felt right. Like, you know, again, I'll get into trauma and other things that I went through in my other job, mm-hmm. but I was not in a great place mentally there. Yeah. Um, and so as much as I like, I guess in my mind, didn't want to come back to CCTV, it felt right mm-hmm. in the moment. And I came back and it's I've been the happiest I've ever been yeah. ever since. Um, and I guess I didn't rush. I don't know if I'm making sense bouncing off of where you're saying, but yeah, I like didn't rush to come back and like, you know, start this job just to have a job. Like yeah. I tried other you, jobs yeah, and I was trying str- to ha- you tried other roles. Yeah. Before. And I was struggling a little bit financially, yeah. like juggling five jobs. But it felt whenever it. I knew that I was would settle mm-hmm. and like when things felt right, which it did a year ago, right. February of last year, that's when I, when I came back. And um, I guess there's a, a lesson there about like connecting it back to going back home to you. That's mm-hmm. how it felt coming back here yeah. to me. Like, it's like your second at home. first it felt weird and like yeah. not right, but you, 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 you do things that feel right in the moment. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to say that it's been a, the best decision I've ever made, um, professionally yeah. and mentally, because um, now I, I'm in a much better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I struggled like in the first year of working here mm-hmm. mentally because I just I had a feeling like, am I being left behind by my peers? You know, like, am I should I, you know, pick up my stuff and like just go and like, you know, risk it. But then I just learned to love where I am and I just learned to realize the fact that we're literally still in our 20s. That's right. It's like we're literally still in our 20s. We're still navigating life. We're still trying. We're still asking the big questions of like, what do we really want to do? How do how should I do it? Where should I go? What should I do? Like, you know, there's so it's many. It's like a constant thing. But yeah, and it's not gonna stop in our twenties. <laughs> yeah, like no. it's gonna be in thirties, forties, whatever. Yeah. So, at first, I guess in in short, at first I was like, oh, I'm just doing this to like get the experience and then move out, save money. But now I learned to love it. Yeah. And I just yeah. It's about like. I tweeted this the other day, like romanticizing the little things and like the Mm -hmm. moment that you're living in now is really important. Um, I'm like learning to do that now with my current life um, Mm -hmm. and lifestyle. Like, you know, it's about the little things. Don't don't rush. Like (laughs) going back to rushing, don't rush into things. Don't overthink. I put that as a caption, too celebrating small wins wins. no but it's true like we need to learn to celebrate the big wins and big things yeah um but yeah anyway i 
it's a lot. <laughs> I guess a little secret here is that Alfonso and I actually recorded this episode already, but we are re-recording. We were now. literally stumbling yeah, at the first like, recording, not going straight to the point. Yeah,、um, it was just we were a mess, just like <laughs> life after college. <laughs>、uh, but anyway, I, I mentioned in the previous recording that will never be released into the world. Into the world. That imposter syndrome is something that、um, everybody, I think, goes through unless you're like a narcissist and you think you're the best ever.、Um, which I hope those people don't exist. Although I know a couple.、Um, anyway, <laughs> I know I'm like letting some feelings out right now. Add、um, them. <laughs> I would, but we're JK. <laughs> Go ahead.、Um, imposter syndrome. So it's something that if you're going through it, or if you think that it's starting、mm-hmm. to to catch up on you, it's okay. Like,、um, it's something that I went through. I don't know if Alfonso, you can relate to this,、yeah. but、um, I, I'll give, I guess, the the quick description of what imposter syndrome is according to the internet. Imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It dis dis Proportionally affects high-achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. So it's like questioning everything that you're doing. Am、mm-hmm. I doing it right? Am I deserving of this? Like,、yeah. should I even be here? And this is something that I'm still learning to manage. Yeah,、um, it's definitely gotten better because I'm in a much healthier work environment. Yeah, but it's something that. I think everybody in their twenties will go through at some point, in、yeah. thirties and so on. You know, you kind of like I said, learn to manage it. Right. But if anyone listening, if you're going through this, first of all, hit my line because we can definitely have a great discussion about how to like,、um, soother. I guess is that what I'm trying to say? Like、um, these feelings. <laughs> Sort through the feelings. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Wait, what? We- oh my God, English. <laughs> Me too. Like、We're、make it, make it make sense, or like make it l- less worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, the English language always amazes It's me. It's English is our second language.、So、yes. Um. We're I am bilingual. You're trilingual. Yeah. Yeah. But so English is my second. We don't、language. need to be sorry. Yeah. If you don't get it, See? you don't、okay. get it. See, okay. The girls that get it get it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, but that was a great example of imposter syndrome, sort of like not officially, but me doubting yeah, myself kinda, and、yeah. like, and I do this all the time. I mean, with several things in my life, but doubting myself and like,、mm-hmm. you know, I have I need to have an approval or somebody like, kind of I guess、right. approving what I'm saying in order to feel like accomplished. But、yeah. anyway, imposter syndrome is something that lives in your mind. Don't let it affect you.、Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> you're doing amazing, sweetie.、Um, and yeah, we're in this together. If you're if you're suffering through that again,、yeah. hit us up. Alfonso, thank, how thank do you, you feel? Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. I for me, it goes in and out for me. Like it doesn't when I feel it, it doesn't stay for long. Yeah. yeah. One thing I noticed about you is that you're like, and maybe this is an outsider's perspective, even though we're really close. Spill the tea. <laughs> You're actually really rude. I'm joking.、Um, I am. <laughs> you're、um, pretty confident. Like, really? Well, I don't know. Maybe that's how I see you. Alfonso、yeah. and I have staff meetings with our staff every week, and I always feel like I'm totally out of it in staff meetings, and I'm just like rambling. Well, that's crazy because I think the opposite. Of me? 
Yeah, I think you're like you got you got it together. See, imposter syndrome. Boom. And then I don't oh have my it together. Gosh. <laughs> but okay, since that's you another, see me as confident, like that's another I'll, thing about like how we we'll see ourselves. The thing I guess what I'm trying to say is you go straight to the point mm-hmm. and you're very like clear with your sentences and what you're trying to get across, um, your ideas and thoughts and why mm-hmm. not. Where I like, you know, I ramble and then I go here and then I go there and as much yeah. as many lists as I have, which is something that I'm known for. Right. I still like kind of go all over the place and I have a lot of anxiety when I'm talking mm-hmm. or I can have it sometimes. Um, but yeah, you, you like present yourself really well to the world. And maybe that helps you with that imposter syndrome factor, I think. I think so. I feel like I have a switch, mm. you know, you when it's time for like drink to be coffee. professional or whatever. I just switch that button. You do. And That's then when true. I don't have to, I switch it off and I'm just me. It's so interesting know? working with your close friends, too, because I, I noticed that on you, mm-hmm. like that, that switch, you know. And that's a good thing. Like, yeah. you should be proud of yourself for being able to do that. Because um, another... I guess. <laughs> Celebrating small wins. Celebrating yeah. small wins, yes. Um, anyway, that's that. That's that on imposter syndrome. We can talk about something else. If yes. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've covered everything I wanted to talk about life after college. I talked about moving back home, the mm-hmm. perks of that, and the cons. I talked about what i wanted to do or what i didn't know what to do after college what else can we talk about i'm glancing at my notes right now and um as personal notes something that i struggled Mm -hmm. with and i'm interested to hear if you did too yeah is like struggling to get out of this like student academia mentality um Mm. like am i somebody i'm not gonna say who yeah criticized me on that actually once um they said like you're still stuck on this like mindset what does that, that mean that like you know you you need to do things uh, a certain way and you have to please people in a certain way and you're getting graded on things and uh. like that's not necessarily how life after college works yeah so i just recently started like letting go of that and uh-huh. um really like trusting myself as a professional and uh, as an adult really for that matter and i don't know like deadlines is a thing that i struggle with and that still like happens in the work in the workspace but i think i'm traumatized by academia academia (laughs) academia honestly Uh Um, because it it made me like I don't know feel like a robot almost Uh like you know you have to do this thing and you have to go to each class and then you have to like um turn this in by this time and then like your whole life you know surrounded by grades and Uh this idea that you need to be an a student or whatever i don't know what my point really is here but if anyone listening relates to what i'm saying you get it like you you i think i'm still struggling to get out of that mentality I think for me, I was always a procrastinator in school anyway. So I like those deadlines. Like I would, (laughs) I don't know. It was just not, I wasn't like, I wasn't too organized when it comes to schoolwork. I still get it done. You know, I graduated with 3.8 GPA. That's high. Okay. Out of the 4.0 scale. That's great. Um, But yeah, I was a procrastinator and I just, 
for me, the way I look at it, deadlines and due dates, they are all constructs. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're getting That's deep. just how I, maybe it's no, not, but, but it that's is. how I look at it. Like I laughed, but it really is. Yeah. I mean, I have a thing or two to say about testing and like standardizing mm-hmm. testing. Like I hate the idea that we have to prove that we're good enough for this one thing like we can pass this sat or whatever Uh, not pass but you know get a good score like a certain score to be you know admitted into this school i mean some Um, colleges are scrapping those you know yeah well in general i think sat is like slowly dying (laughs) which good for you kids in the future um i wish that was me Mm -hmm. back in the day um but yeah I don't know. I just wanted to bring that out. We don't have to like talk too much about it, but yeah, school, school mentality. It's hard to like get out of that. I think a little bit. Yeah, I see. I definitely see what you're saying, but I don't think if I, if I'm experiencing that because I was, I cared about school. I loved school, but I just didn't. I wasn't too serious Mm -hmm. when it comes to like the structure of the school. Yeah. But that's good. Of education in general. I, like, wish I was more like that. I think, as you know, as a, we're co-workers uh-huh. now, I'm very much, like, list-based and, like, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. being organized. So that makes sense. Uh, that, so, yeah. yeah, in school, I definitely, like, I wasn't, like, an A-plus student all the time. I mean, I went to art school, for God's sake. Uh-huh. <laughs> if I wasn't all A-plus student, I would have probably chosen another other career mm-hmm. path. But then I have a something to say about that because really you should be following your passion but anywho i yeah. always like was we both really, followed our passion yeah i was really strict with grades and like getting things done and mm-hmm. i was always that person who would help people or yeah i guess ask for help too but give people homework and whatever um well i but, guess like the main takeaways of the, the convert this conversation about life after college mm-hmm. like I think what I learned, it's this is kind of like a self-reflection for me, mm-hmm. um, but definitely life after college, you don't have to rush it. Yeah, we're so young. Mm-hmm. You, everyone is still figuring it out. You know, we're still trying to navigate this life. Ask all the big questions. Like, yes, there's a lot of questions that we're asking, right? Yeah, and we're like living in a ever-changing world. Like, yeah. There's always going to be a new thing. There's always right. going to be, like, the cool thing, you know? You can't try to rush to get to those things because, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just overwhelm yourself right. and it will become, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, like trying to think robot. of a fancy word, but I'm not going there. So, uh-huh. yeah, like a robot. Um, But one thing before we... Mm-hmm. one thing that i actually want to hear from you because i yeah. think we have different experiences when it comes to this yeah is um making time for friends how do you uh, like i've been struggling to do that as of recently with right. work like working a 40 hour week and um there's some flexibility with my work schedule but even then like yeah. i struggle to meet with friends and like make time for them basically i just i see my friends i have a very like just tight circle of friends mm-hmm. um we've all been friends since middle school and i just see them whenever there's an event you know yeah. if, if some someone's birthday um 
mainly around the holidays we all see each other because you know everyone's on break um there's a lot of downtime blah 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 right um but in terms of making time like i don't like don't block out times yeah. for them you know if they text me they text me if i want to text them something like i i just do it but it's pretty much like a lot of it is long distance because mm-hmm. everyone is busy everyone is busy in their 20s mm-hmm. different career paths you know like one of them is a lawyer she's in law school that's hard you know it's oh, tough yeah. so i we text every now and then but I definitely give her the space because I know this oh, yeah. law school is hard. So it's really, it's an interesting question about friends' life after college yeah. because some of them are still in, you know, grad school. Mm. Some of them are working jobs, like, you know, full-time jobs. And then most of the time, everyone's like in different states away from each other. So I guess it forces me to just focus on my own life so you don't you would say that you're you don't struggle to like make time for your friends because it just happens naturally not really yeah it's yeah. kind of like just go with the flow Interesting. Type. yeah i'm like the opposite and i'm still trying to figure out like what a good system is for mm-hmm. me i <laughs> i'm thinking that i'm gonna buy like an agenda and actually block out times for my yeah. friends i i have a partner um of six years at this point and we spend a lot of time together yeah which is great like he i'm privileged to have somebody who i call my best friend who is also like so sweet you know my my partner for life really Mm -hmm. and i call him partner for that reason that it feels more like a partnership and a friendship too with the romantic stuff i guess right what am i saying oh yeah i spend a lot of time with him and um it's not a bad thing. Like if people are struggling to make time to see their friends, just know that. Don't feel guilty. No, we're all adults and we're like in our twenties. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Everyone's just trying to do their best. I think. And real friends will understand that. Like I, I had friends who struggled with that during college and Mm -hmm. we're no longer friends for that reason, because it's selfish for you to think that somebody needs to make time for you all the time. Um, and, um, I will say like, keeping up like talking to text or whatever and obviously yeah. if you see somebody going through something you talk to them but i'm i guess i'm bringing up this topic because i have a lot of guilt when it comes to I see. hanging out with friends like you know i'm always like yeah either with my partner or like at home like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know which isn't a bad thing but it's not great either mm-hmm. um because the, the only time that i can see friends is during my 48 hours of freedom on the weekends mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah it's hard it's hard to to do all of that yeah. like and being on your 20s and you're trying to live it up and you're trying to like yeah. party and whatever obviously like there's another, restrictions with the pandemic another but, layer to navigate in our 20s yeah and we can talk about that too like yeah friendship is a whole oh my gosh we should yeah. that'd be great and another thing you guys we're kind of getting to the end anyway because we don't want to uh, go over go an over hour, an hour is we want people to come to our podcast like if you yeah, feel comfortable yeah, yeah. i we have friends that could come mm-hmm. and we can start that way but if we have listeners um who are interested in coming and just having a conversation we yeah. are i mean if i'm down have, with if that you're, if they're curious about a topic that's related to you know being in our 20s like yeah, yeah comment it somewhere message us yeah you can also we need ideas yeah we yeah can, yeah uh, we can use some ideas and if 
like i'm really interested as we go through this like mm-hmm. interviewing people and their like their lives yeah. in their 20s i think that oh, could be cool true. too yeah once we get to a point where we've we've talked yeah. enough about ourselves yeah, and yeah. our experiences but anyway with that i think that this makes our you know yeah. it's coming to an end this yeah. is our I last guess what's your college. last right like l- I, I don't know advice i guess about life after college i'll have a few <laughs> first one is like you said and not to bite you mm-hmm. but um don't rush into things yeah everything will be okay yeah we're all in this together mm-hmm. and if you have doubts it's okay you know talk to people relate to others yeah. listen to our podcast like we're i guess really the summary of what i'm trying to say is we're all in this together we'll be okay yeah and um your boss has gone through this yeah other people that you look up to have gone through this and if they made it you can make it too mm-hmm. so that's my takeaway i don't know if that was a great advice to give but no, that's, that's where good. that's where yeah. i stand and our sd card just ran out so we should probably say oh, goodbye no. um well my advice is just you're young like we're young we're in our 20s take your time you don't need to throw yourselves into an ocean of sharks immediately just because society is <laughs> telling you metaphor to do so you I know take that. your time go on your own pace and it's gonna come to you like whatever you want it'll come to you and do what feels right yeah nobody can write your journey as well as you can and right. even i mean you can't even write your own because life is ever changing mm-hmm. but only you know yourself and you know yourself best yeah and take your time live with that live in the present yes make sure you're still living it up and having fun and not to like you know tunnel zone into you know this is my career like i have to keep doing this whatever and then little do you know you're 50 and you missed out on life and then you regret it and you can't yeah. go back and even if you're 50, you, it's okay to also, yeah. like, have these questions, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, you <laughs> know, life after college, we have a lot of questions, big questions. But just have fun. Take your time. Yeah. It's okay. What's yours will come to you, as yeah. cliche as that sounds. Do whatever you need to do. Yes. And you find people along the way, like I found Afonso. Yeah. Um, and you'll relate to each other, and it'll be great. Yeah. But cool. All right. Well, I'll see you well, guys next week. Thank you for listening. Week. We're going to be back next week? Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll think about any, a topic, but thank you, you for listening. If anyone has any topics in mind, let us know. Yes. But really happy to be here and yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Adios. What's up, 20s? Bye. Bye.